Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, June 15th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the debate over long-haul flights out of DCA rages on. Number two, House Republicans' efforts to lower spending levels on appropriations could have big impacts. And number three, the Bagel Caucus moves to the fundraising circuit. All right, let's get into it, Jake. We have been covering the ins and outs of this fight about whether or not to allow and expand long-haul flights out of Washington Reagan National Airport. And uh, there's a new twist that is coming to the fore when uh, the bill gets mixed, mi- marked up rather in uh, this morning's uh, committee hearing. Yeah, so a few things to note. Number one, um, we scooped in the uh, Wednesday afternoon edition that uh, Maria Cantwell and Ted Cruz were nearing a deal to uh, uh, offer an amendment to allow to expand outside the perimeter flights at DCA. Now, DCA is subject to a 1,250-mile perimeter uh, uh, limit at DCA. There are a couple, uh, Congress and the Department of Transportation is, have tripped, chipped away at that perimeter, allowing flights to places like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Austin, Seattle, Las Vegas, Phoenix, et cetera, et cetera, over the years. Now, Delta is behind a group that wants to um, further expand this. Now, uh, the argument is San Antonio uh, uh, doesn't have any direct flights nor does San Diego, and they need more leeway to do that. Now, um, this is a huge issue because this pits not only Delta against American Airlines and United and the and the um, uh, Metropolitan Washington Airport Authority and uh a whole host and the Virginia delegation and Maryland delegation. But now um, a couple things are happening. Mark Warner and Chris Van Hollen are both indicating that they might slow down, block, kill the FAA bill, the FAA reauthorization bill, where this provision would live if they expand the DCA perimeter. This is going to be a huge legislative fight. It's not only a huge legislative fight in the Capitol, but again, pits Delta against American Airlines, United Airlines, and Alaska Airlines, the three, you know, those are the the four big carriers at Washington Reagan. Um, this is a, uh, this has gotten more legs than I would have assumed otherwise. Um uh, with Cruz and Cantwell nearing an agreement, a bunch of supporters in the House of Representatives uh, on both sides of the aisle on in the Senate as well. And um, as the FAA kicks up, we're only you know, about, you know, uh, three and a half months from the FAA bill, the FAA's authorization uh, expiring. This is a we're going to hear a lot more about this. Yeah, it's uh, one of those t- one of those times in Congress where maybe a parochial issue, obviously an important one for those of us who live in the DMV, but you know a, a, what is seemingly you know a, an industry fight, um, really becoming a much bigger fight, right? You've got uh, Kane, Warner, Van Hollen, and Maryland Democratic Senator Ben Cardin vowing to fight the expansion effort with everything they've got in a Washington Post op-ed. Uh, but that's not deterring Cruz and Cantwell, right? And they, the, it's going to be a, it would have a huge impact for the airline industry, Washington area travel. Uh, you know, this is certainly not the, as you kind of noted, the top, not the first time that the 
1,250 mile perimeter has been chipped away at. There's other flights that have been expanded from DCA that are much longer than that. But certainly, you know, the fact that it could totally stall the uh, FAA reauthorization is a major issue. Um, and, and a ton of money being spent right now on both sides trying to lobby lawmakers on uh, of all parties to try to get them to stay in their corner. Yeah, and the other thing I would I would point out here, Anna, is that the one of the main arguments. I mean, you talked about and rightly so how the the DMV would be. Um, this would change the the landscape of air travel in the DMV. Two things I want to point out. Number one, this perimeter was originally constructed to protect, in a, in a sense, to protect Dulles, which is far out from DC, but it's less far out now. Because uh, the metro and because more people live in, you know, outer Fairfax and Loudoun County. That's number one. Number two, Warner, Mark Warner, um, Tim Kaine, Chris Van Hollen, Ben Cardin, the DMV area senators. We don't have senators in the District of Columbia, as license plates kind of indicate. Um, <laughs> uh, they they are against this because for a few reasons. Number one, they say this will overcrowd DCA, which already is a heavily delayed airport, as you and I can attest to on a, uh, in a big way. On a regular uh, basis. Yes. A regular basis, correct. Um, but also because of noise. Um, adding flights in Warner and and the D.C., well, all of them, in all the senators' view, and, and the whole House delegation as well. Um, I don't know about the whole, but the vast majority. Um, the noise complaints are real in Northern Virginia uh, when it comes to DCA. So um, a complicated issue that is uh, crossing party lines and um, uh, something we will keep an eye on going forward. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the morning. The debt limit deal is done, but sparks are flying in appropriations, previewing a spending fight that is uh, sure to take center stage this fall. Uh, the House Appropriations Committee, the Nerve Center for Federal Spending, erupted into chaos Wednesday evening during a meeting in which they were supposed to codify the funding levels for each spending bill. The conversation got so heated, Jake. That Republicans recess the meeting to 8 a.m. today. Wow. Yeah, uh, I was watching this. It was uh, it was really something um, for a few reasons. Number one, the backstory here is that Republicans and Democrats in the White House came to an agreement over appropriations. They came to a budget cap level, a budget funding level. Now Republicans are saying, actually, no, we're going to do it less than that. So. They say a cap is a ceiling. A cap is generally understood as the funding level. It's not generally understood on the Hill as a ceiling. Um, and now they're marking up these bills at 2022 levels. And Democrats are like, I mean, Steny Hoyer, the former House Majority Leader, um, who is on appropriations for the first time in a in a long time. Uh, he was on for he's but he's but he's been on for 24 years. Um, in his time in Congress, 24 of the 42 years he's been in Congress, he said, you know, if you make if you if you are buying something for $100 and you come to an agreement and, and the other party wants 50 and you come to an agreement at 75 after the deal is cut, you don't say, no, 75 was the ceiling. We're going to still give you 50. So that's his view. Dem Republicans view is, no, it's a ceiling and we have to get spending under control. This does very little. This is a drop in the bucket when it comes to spending, given entitlements and, you know, all the other issues when it comes to spending. Um, 
it, it, this foreshadows a very nasty funding process, which we talked about yesterday, and we're going to talk about a lot going forward, because uh, forget getting bills out of appropriations, but there's also the issue of, of agreeing on stuff with the Senate, which is just going to be impossible. They're going to be at very different, in very different places. I, especially in the fact that you already have even Republicans, particularly in the Senate, saying there needs to be defense supplemental, that the 866 $886 billion isn't enough, right? And so you just have, it's it's pretty stunning to see the Republican Party and the differences between the House and the Senate in terms of where they are uh, and what this means to your point of a spending fight, spending shutdown. Um, you know, this is going to be a really big issue going forward as House Republicans are trying and particularly the the conservative part of the conference is trying to force the spending levels to be lower than the agreed upon amount. Going to be very interesting to see how certainly Speaker Kevin McCarthy ends up in this ongoing debate. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. There's actually some other really big news in the newsletter, but I couldn't, couldn't let us go, go another day, Jake, without one of your favorite topics, the Bagel Caucus. That's right. I'm just going to let you go. Just, yeah, just, I mean, just listen, take it the, away. <laughs> it's fair to say um, since our our interest in bagels has been um, uh, revealed, the bagel situation in, in Washington has um, uh, exploded. Uh, other fo- other news outlets have followed up on the Bagel Caucus and the, the general interest in the Bagel Caucus. Now, uh, Dan Goldman, who is a well-known lover of bagels, who has imported across state lines bagels from New York, um, has uh, uh, hosted the Bagel Caucus. We were very, very strong on saying that reporters needed to be let in to the Bagel, to the bagel Caucus's meetings or else it wouldn't be. It's just not in the spirit of Congress. Um, now... Uh, he did open it up to reporters and reporters were able to get kind of wedges of bagels, which was, it was what it was. I'm not going to go crazy over it, but it was very crowded. It was not the crowd control element was not, was not, um, was left a lot to be desired. Let's say, um, now Goldman is, uh, uh, trying to turn his love of bagels into a, a cash grab. And I don't know, you know, it is, listen, members of Congress need to raise money. Um, listen, Goldman is one of the richest members of Congress. Um, uh, I don't, you know, that that I'm just going to say, throw it out there. He is a, a Yale alum. So we'll talk a little bit about his love for pizza and what pizza he likes in New Haven. And uh, over the next. OK, um, OK, you know, let's get back time. to bagels here. <laughs> but anyway, he is hosting the New York Bagel Breakfast June 15th, which is today. Uh, it's 9 a.m. Um, uh, uh, and he uh, that you could eat bagels with Dan Goldman from for anywhere from $500 to $5,000. You cannot take he doesn't take corporate pack contributions. He does take other pack contributions, um, which, by the way, might include corporate pack money. <laughs> uh, some of those other packs. But anyway, you know, God bless bagels. We'll have more to say on this topic as time goes on. And um, a very important issue for us. All right. With that, just a reminder, you can check out all of the news uh, in our morning newsletter for free by signing up at punchable.news. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like the Daily Punch, 
please share it with your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. We have a morning event this morning, Jake, with our very own Heather Cagle. She's going to be interviewing Representative John Joyce, the Republican from Pennsylvania, where they're going to discuss health innovation and the future of cancer research following the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, you can RSVP to join us in person for one of the last spots available or on the live stream at 9 a.m. at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.